Welcome to the PSI Monthly Podcast. My name is Kat and I will be your host. And on behalf of PSI Seminars, welcome to the podcast. PSI has been offering personal growth seminars around the world for over 48 years. And each month on these trainings, we explore tools and techniques from the PSI Basic Course as a free resource for you in your ongoing personal growth and self-improvement. For those of you who are new to PSI Seminars and would like to find out more about our basic course, you can go to psibasicseminar.com. Today, we are talking about beyond circumstance. We have an incredible speaker with us, our very own director of training, Kathy Quinlan Perez. She has been in the personal growth industry for over 30 years. And in addition to the PSI basic seminar, she facilitates both the life success course and the women's leadership seminar. So Kathy, take it away. All right. Thank you very much for that lovely introduction, Kat. I appreciate that. So as I was saying, uh, and as Kat started to refer to this, is that tonight is all about uh, shifting our mindset. Like, how do we shift our mindset in the face of all the challenges and all of the crazy circumstances that many of us have experienced, especially over the last year? So I'm going to start with um, two premises. And the first premise is something that is kind of like my quote is we were put on this planet to have an extraordinary life. Every single one of us deserves to have an extraordinary life. I, I absolutely 100% believe that. And we were put on this planet to do this dance called life together, not individually. So one of the things is I was reading through the emails um, that were sent out to you, I was really thinking about you know, how to reframe how many of us look at obstacles. Obstacles are there for our personal growth. And at the time when I heard that, it, I was a little like, are you kidding me? And then as I got more into the work, you know, 30 years ago, really starting to work through like, okay, this would not be in front of me if there wasn't a reason that this is in front of me. You know, there's a great quote by Mother Teresa, um, and she says, I know God will not give me anything I can't handle. Uh, I just wish that he or she wouldn't trust me so much. So I always love that quote is because I do believe that. I believe that even in the midst of all the things that have happened over the last year, year plus with the pandemic, with COVID, with everything that has happened. It has forced the world to do things differently. It's forced all of us to do things differently. You know, I was on a, a Zoom call today with a group of people from the UK and I just looked at the screen and just went, oh my gosh, the, these people are like in serious lockdown and they are thriving. They're thriving in their business, whether it's as a coach or creating new curriculum for, doing stuff with kids or they're in some sort of multi-level marketing business, but it's like they shifted their mindset. And I'm going to tell you right now, as they will say, hands down, all of that started from them walking into the basic seminar. So I want to start with, I want you to look and ask yourself, what is your current point A? 
you know, we talk about that a lot in uh, the basic seminar. So we talk about, um, especially on Saturday when we're doing intention mechanism, okay, here's where you're at, point A, what's your point B? And quite possibly your point A has shifted a lot over the last year in this sort of new reality that we all have. Really look at this honestly for yourself. It's like based upon your results, what is really and truly your point A? Not good, bad, or wrong, but what is it? Because the truth is, is none of us are going to get anywhere until we identify exactly where we're at. And so often we don't do that as all of us, as many of us know on this, uh, on this call is because we tend to beat ourselves up and, you know, we live in this, this whole right, wrong conversation about things, or we're comparing ourselves to other people like, oh, I should be here. I should be having this. And I should have figured this out by now. And we get all caught up in that, that that stops us from really identifying with no judgment on ourselves, okay, here's where I'm at, here's point A. Because it's almost as if, and, if, and for all of you that have taken the basic seminar, I'm gonna talk about your context. So the context you live in, meaning the glasses that you wear, some of us literally, but you look out at the world through a, a context, how you see the world. So that context is definitely going to create your point A. And that context is either going to serve you in getting to point B, or it is going to keep you kind of like the four thinkers. If you remember that from the basic seminar, you know, it's like scrambling around or not really deciding, being, you know, uh, being confused, not really having a goal and uh, looking at all the obstacles versus number one thinker is like, boom, there's point B, I'm going. But that's a context. That's a mindset, so to speak. You know, there's two places, again, for all all of you that have taken the basic seminar, and for those of you that are on the call that are say seven grads and leadership grads, you get this at at a very deeper level in the advanced courses. And for all the people that are listening that have not taken any of our classes, I'm going to tell you, this is probably one of the most profound parts um, and philosophical anchors of what we teach in all of our classes. And that is You have two points of view, people. You either are living from a victim mentality or you are living from a responsible mentality. So just take a moment and ask yourself, okay, so even though I might know that whole thing, I might know what victim is, I might know what responsible is, where have I allowed myself to get caught up in the victim? Because I don't care how much work anybody has done is that you got, it's, you know, personal growth doesn't just happen in seven days or eight days or three days or 90 days in the PLD program. It is like a constant, like working on your mindset so that you keep moving through it. And the truth is, is we're going to keep peeling back more layers of the onion, so to speak, internally with ourselves. So ask yourself is that, are you looking out at the world going, how come this is happening to me? Or are you looking at the world going, okay, if it's to be, it's up to me. And looking out and going, okay, wait, there's an opportunity. Wait, there's an opportunity. Oh, wait, there's an opportunity. Or you're looking at almost like as if there's like this big, huge cloud, so to speak. I mean, Martin Luther King has a great quote. And he says, the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, 
but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. So, okay, we can change that all to he and she, whatever, you know, whatever you want to put there. But just sit with that for a moment. Is, at, I'm going to go back to what I said earlier, obstacles are there for our growth. And how often are you looking at obstacles as what stops you versus, okay, this is in front of me right now. And there's a reason. And it could be so huge. This could be something in your marriage. This could be something in your relationship. This could be in terms of your health. That could be in your career it, with your children in every single area. It's like, okay, whatever is in front of me, I got to dig deep and I have to get out of how I normally do things. You know, let's go back to what's the definition of insanity. Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result doesn't happen. So to create something new and different, you have to think new and different. All of us have created our success with what we know up to this point. But to now take it to a new level, to shift our, con our, our context and shift our mindset, we have, to we have to look at all the resources that we haven't been looking at so that we can find some different ways. You know, I was listening to a really, really great lecture the other day, and it was all about growth mindset versus fixed mindset. And I started thinking about areas of my life where I am 100% all about a growth mindset and where in certain things have I got myself in a fixed mindset. So it might sound like a really simple thing, but I'm like going, wait a second. I'm totally in a fixed mindset when it comes to the treadmill. Like I am so used to like, this is what I do. I do two miles a day. Boom. That's what I do. That's what I do. And you know what? I'm not really getting the results that I really want. So I finally went, okay, I am doing something different. And I hired a trainer today, like this young 24 year old, like, I mean, you know, is going to kick my bootay for sure. So I'm like, you know, if I want to have different results, what I'm doing is I'm plateaued. It's same old, same old. It's fine, but it's not extraordinary. Not where I really want to be. And that's what I'm going to invite everybody to start to look at. Okay, where have I allowed myself to plateau? Where have I been unwilling to allow myself to get uncomfortable? You know, all the time we're saying, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So here's a little assignment for you after you listen tonight is to actually sit and gen and write about, okay, so what's the internal dialogue that's generating my context? So you might have to peel some layers of the onion back and go, okay, what have I been saying to myself? And I think it's really healthy for all of us to do this every so often so that can we, we can recheck in about, wow, I didn't even know that one crept back in, or I didn't even know that was what was going on. And because again, I think sometimes we really get hard on ourselves and we compare ourselves to other people. And so just allow yourself to go, okay, what am I saying to myself? What possibly have I been unwilling to let go of? You know, it's again, let's go from point A to point B. It's like, 
we are so secure in point A, like it's comfortable and we create it. And then all of a sudden this point B comes up and it's like, oh my gosh, I got I to gotta let go of point A. And most of the time there's a thought process that goes in that says, I might, I might lose point A. Okay, how about you shift that thought process and go, no, you're not gonna lose what you have here. You're gonna expand what you have. So your context, and we can use that in correlation with the box, you know, the box that we all live in, same thing, context that we all live in, made up, you know, based on our internal dialogue. And so, so often we go, oh my gosh, what if, like, what if this happens? Well, wait a second, what if this happens? What if point B actually happens? Because I'm here to tell you that this is all about possibilities. And start asking yourself, who are you as a possibility? Where have you started to stop looking at yourself as a possibility? I don't care how young, age, whatever you do, like who you are matters. So why not give yourself permission to have an extraordinary life? Now, I got to tell you, you might define an extraordinary life different than I might define it. You know, uh, you might define it this way. I might define it this way. But it's like, if you really look and go, what, how do I really want my life to be? Is like, what's my lifestyle? Because the truth is, ladies and gentlemen, is personal growth is a lifestyle. So as you start to really, you know, journal and be honest with yourself about, wow, what have I been unwilling to let go of? Because if I'm holding on to something that is generating a fixed mindset, you know, in today's, I was, I was looking at, I've heard this so many times over the last year, but I, I was looking on LinkedIn today and I think his name is Simon Sinek, or I think is how you pronounce it. And he had a quote of that um, people aren't looking for your skills. They're looking for your attitude because you can always teach someone the skill set, but you can teach them the skill set with a growth mindset. You cannot teach them a new skill set with a fixed mindset. So translate that to every single area of your life. And so has this fixed mindset created and engulfed around you all of these circumstances that you're letting be bigger than you? Think about that one. How often are you letting those circumstances be the mountain that you don't think that you can climb? You know, there's a really good quote I use it in the basic seminar. It's um, the man on top of the mountain didn't just fall there. That's by Vince Lombardi. They have actually had to climb the mountain. And when they got to the top of the mountain, guess what? That all of a sudden they saw, holy Toledo, there's other mountains out there. But how often are we stuck in struggling to get to the top of the mountain? And that is all about mindset. That's all about I'm allowing all my circumstances to dictate how I'm looking out at the world. I mean, there is a, to do an event at the Life Success Course, and everybody that has taken the Life Success Course, you know exactly what I'm talking about, is that you're at the, the top of this mountain and you look out and the question is, ask yourself, are you happening to the world or is the world happening to you? Again, translate to, Victim mindset versus responsible mindset. 
That is 100% a choice. Ask yourself how many times that you find yourself in resistance to what is. And how many times when you get, when that resistance comes in, there is no possibility, clearly no possibility. So one key thing I want everyone to take away tonight for sure is that when you find yourself in that fixed mindset or you find yourself looking out and don't, you don't see any possibilities, like you, like you really feel that you have exhausted all of your resources, here is a key. When in doubt, focus out. Start looking at what do I have to contribute versus what am I going to get? Again, where are you operating from? I know operating sounds like a very seminar, and it is, but it really makes it, you know, it fits. Is that are you operating from a place of giving? Like I have something to contribute in your thought process is abundance. Like there's enough to go around. That includes love. That includes money. That includes uh, careers. That includes everything. And that at some level, as I said earlier, when we first started is that we're all in this dance called life together. We were not put on this planet to do this dance called life alone. So are you looking out and going, I'm actually connected to the people on this planet, that what's happening in China, what's happening in Canada is affecting me. What's happening in my world here is affecting what's happening in Nebraska. What happens in California affects over what's happening in Texas. And like, if you could start to see, and I truly believe this, is that when we start to see that we're actually connected, I think that that gives us hope at least it does for me, is I look out and go, wait a second, how I'm today is affecting what, first of all, what's going to happen tomorrow, which is going to happen next month, which is going to affect what's going to happen in a year. And it's going to affect because that energy is going to go someplace. Or do you find yourself operating in this place called taker, like what's in it for me? and there's a disconnect and you start to think you don't have something to contribute and there's never enough, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So where, where and what has your thought process been? What, where have you been operating from and what's the thinking? Like what's the belief system that has you convinced that we're not connected or that has you convinced that you don't have something to contribute? Another thing that I was listening to the other, um, the other day is that when we start something new, and I, this is going to be so challenging for all the perfectionists out there and people that are really successful, when we start something new, we're going to suck at it. We are going to suck at it. I mean, I was, I was thinking about when I was went first in training in the basic seminar. And I was with an instructor that has since passed. And so I was teeing up a simple exercise. I was giving instructions to the class to get into their small groups. Now, I think what came out of my mouth was perfect. However, the results in the room was complete confusion. Now he's sitting there laughing. I go, what's so funny? That was really good. They're not listening. And he goes, oh no, they heard you. They heard you. 
And the good news is, is we were actually recording it. And then when I heard myself, I'm like, oh, dear God, I thought that was really good. So honestly, for a massive controller and somebody that's been done things well in their life, like to have this, like this complete, I sucked in the beginning. I sucked. And it was just like, I just had to be willing to go through the eye of the needle. And that's what happens when all these circumstances are going on that are so new. You're like, oh my gosh, how do I do this? You got to be willing to go, wait a second. I got to give myself permission to suck at this for a minute because I've never had this. This has never gotten thrown at me before. Like this is a whole new ball game. So as you start to really journal and think about this, you know, really take a deep dive in and start to peel those layers back and start to really look at, wow, what am I, what have I been unwilling to let go of? Because when you start to allow yourself to see crystal clear point B, I'm going to tell you right now, solutions will pop up. Every single one. I mean, I've had it happen with houses. I've had it happen with buying a car. I've had it happen with like a new idea to do something for work. I mean, it's like all of a sudden when I start to see clearly, oh my gosh, this is possible. Boom. Creativity comes knocking at my door. And my most favorite, favorite lecture ever. And so for all of you that have it, um, and if you've never listened to it, I'm going to tell you right now, go to iTunes. I think it's on iTunes. Kat will tell, tell us that later. Is that, and you know, um, there is no inherent significance. All significance is assigned. So ask yourself, where, what have you been assigning significance to? Because whatever you are assigning significance to, it has you. That that significance keeps you in this tight wound context. So that significance stops you from seeing possibility. And not to make it wrong, but you know, like where have we put so much significance? In fact, I'm going to tell you right now, when I actually let go of having to have certain things and look a certain way and do certain things, all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, there's like an abundance of everything because I didn't have, I wasn't attached to it. It didn't, it did not, this car, this house, this, this, whatever this is, had no inherent significance and certainly didn't have anything to do with who I was. And I think that's something that is another great opportunity here is for everybody, if you really sat down and journaled, who am I? Really? And again, I'm going to repeat that. Who am I as a possibility? Like, where am I really standing in the world? Because the, the world is huge. And the world really, 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 really needs people to step up and contribute what it is that they have been given. And the truth is, is all of us have been given something. That's the truth. And you can contribute in every single area of your life. The question is where you're going to be willing to contribute it. So I want to tell you a couple of stories here because this is you know, definitely bring it all home. So in terms of circumstances and like completely getting out of your, your box and doing things different, like totally shaking it up, right? 
So I was reminded on this call that we had with the UK today, because we're going to do a basic on May 14th, which ultimately probably is going to be a um, online Zoom class because, uh, you know, just of the circumstances in the world. And so we're going to adjust, right? And so three years ago, around this time, we had our first basic in Scotland. And so I had gotten there and you know, got there at like two o'clock in the morning and, you know, of course, wide awake and I went to sleep. And when I woke up, there was so much snow. It was unbelievable. Like Scotland had never seen this kind of snow in their life. So of course, everybody's sitting around like praying that, okay, it stops and, you know, it's going to melt a little bit. So it didn't. Okay. It just kept snowing and snowing and snowing and snowing. Now you gotta, you gotta hear this. There are people flying in from Jersey Island. There's people co coming from uh, Sweden and there's people coming from uh, Hungary and they're coming from Ireland, like all over the place. So Thursday night before the basic, you know, I'm like, okay, well, all right. So well, all, this is what we're going to do. We're just going to start the basic later. And, uh, and then if, you know, if somebody gets stuck someplace, okay, let's just FaceTime them and they can just be on FaceTime and let's, see how we can get him into the room. And so we start the basic on Friday and there's about 10 people that are stuck in an airport on their way from flying from Sweden. And so now they're on FaceTime, Zoom, whatever we happen to use. And, you know, I wasn't really used to using that yet. And so, and then there was people that literally had driven 10 hours, like, cause they were so committed to getting to the basic seminar. Now, mind you, there's like six graduates that have flown over from the United States that were on staff because there was only two people over in the UK that had actually taken the basic. And so we have this whole group of people. Now, it was like seriously crazy, but it was so awesome and inspiring. So the next morning on Saturday is that the group of people that were stuck in the airport got on the only plane that got them to Scotland. And so all of a sudden they come walking in at 1230, you know, couldn't really work. I couldn't really, you know, I mean, I'm impressed. Forget about broken agreements. They did everything possible to get themselves to that class. And that was the beginning. And it was so outrageous. It was so, you know, it wasn't that the certain times it's like, we're doing this. We are 100% doing this. And that, I mean, I look out at the difference that that, that made for people in seeing that nothing is going to get in our way. Nothing is bigger than us. And it was incredibly, incredibly, incredibly inspiring. And I was thinking about, I actually was talking to Kat about this earlier today, is so one year ago plus nine days is we had our basic in San Francisco. Now, mind you, we're probably going to have one of the biggest basics we've had forever. It's like, you know, we're going to have like 98 people. Well, this is the beginning of the pandemic, you know? Everybody's like, what, COVID? What are you talking about, right? So we started our basic on uh, March 15th. And, you know, I was fairly impressed that 68 people did show up and everybody's kind of like, we don't really know what's happening, but we're going to be here, right? And so by the 18th, Monday, Cal Cortland Warren um, was doing the class. And uh, so it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. And so he flies back to Oklahoma. By the time he lands in Oklahoma, we are all in shutdown. So that morning of the 18th, like we all went in lockdown, 
right? There's no airplanes flying. There's no nothing. So I'm pretty excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to clean my closets. I'm going to um, talk to my family on Zoom and this can be great, right? Well, as the weeks kept going, you know, we're coming up to 30 days. I'm like, oh my gosh, Shirley Hunt is like, oh my gosh, we got to come up with something. And so we came up with all these workshops and that's, that's where I really started to see, okay, where's all the growth mindsets? Let's get creative. Now, the funny part is, it is funny, is that my husband and I did this relationship workshop and this is when Zoom had no idea what was happening. And so we seriously got um, bombed by some, you know, like really bad sex stuff that was happening. And so we're like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Turn off that Zoom. We don't want to look at that. And, you know, Zoom figured it out and so did we. And so adjust it because it was too important for people to have this experience. And it's interesting because I saw how um, people got fixed. Like, oh no, we got to wait until we could do it live. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if anybody else is noticing that's not going to be for a while. And so that I tell you those two stories is because I look and go, yeah, I, yes, there has been tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. No one was prepared for this. And on the other side of it is because of that, people absolutely 100% were forced to do things differently. They were forced to take care of their children in a different way. They were forced to do this. It forced us maybe for the first time to look and go, wait a second, we have got to take care of one another. End of conversation. And so I tell you all that because you have a choice, people is you have a choice, honest to goodness. And if you're sitting there, like your mind's going, choice. What do you mean I have a choice? Like you do. Am I saying uh, as a very famous quote, I never said it would be easy. I just said it would be worth it. And that is you can either, when fear comes up, when your resistance comes up, you can choose is that you have a choice. When all this, the change is happening, you know, like, Chuck Yeager, the whole change when he's in the airplane, right? He's going to do something different than everybody else. And he just went, boom, there we go. And broke the speed of sound, right? So you can either pull back and let fear take over, or you can go, what the heck? Let's go for it. And when you allow yourself to step into that growth mindset, that is where you get energy, you get creativity. You are like everything, you're, you're looking at everything as a possibility. Like all of a sudden your mind starts to go to solutions versus when you let fear take over is that's when you start to attack everybody. You attack the government, you attack your boss, you attack your employees, you attack this person, you attack that person. You know, like it's scarcity. You are holding on so tight and you're attached to being comfortable. You know, as, as said in the basic seminar, is that uh, we're in two places, people. We are either it growing or we're decaying. Just, just getting, staying comfortable is like, I'm going to say that's going towards decaying. So I say, give yourself permission to take the next step to have and step into huge opportunities there in front of you. Because when you shift your mindset is all of a sudden you'll start to see the opportunities. Is it scary? Heck yes. 
Oh gosh, I'm so proud of myself that I've really controlled my language. Okay, so as uh, Shirley Hunt has um, had, got a, you know, an amazing, amazing mentor, huge, huge woman. I um, mean, talk about International uh, Women's Day yesterday. She's the one, and she left us with so much, so much. Uh, but one of her famous lines was, "Opportunities are not lost; they are." passed on to someone else. So start to ask yourself, where has an opportunity been there? But because of your mindset, you're not seeing it as an opportunity. Because I want you to shift, if anything, that you walk away from this call, that you go, okay, let me examine myself. Let me see where exactly I am. Where have I not allowed myself to really go for it? Where are there opportunities, but I'm not even allowing myself to see them because of my, my <clears throat> mindset. Here's the truth. Personal growth is a lifestyle. And ask yourself, what's the lifestyle you deserve? What's the lifestyle you really dream about? In your romant romantic life, in your family life, with your friends, in your career, in your home, in your neighborhood, like allow yourself to get really clear on your why. Because the truth is, ladies and gentlemen, is that, you know, another wise thing I heard today, we die twice, is that we die, we're buried, and the other time is, is the last time somebody mentions our name. So think about that. What's the impact you have left and are leaving? What's your footprint on this planet that people will remember your name and they will be saying it years from now because of your willingness to focus out and your willingness to own that you absolutely 100% has something to contribute. So with that, Miss Cat, I want to open it up to see uh, if there's any kind of questions because I do uh, definitely have a couple of takeaways for us. I do just want to take a moment for all the people listening in who have not yet done our classes if you want more tools to support you in your personal growth and living your best life, the basic course has extremely effective techniques that you can put into practice right away to achieve goals beyond what you previously thought possible. And for the results that you really want to create in your life, at the PSI Basic Seminar, you get to uncover your limiting beliefs and discover what has been holding you back from living the life of your dreams whatever that is for you. The basic is an experiential class where you will be immersed in powerful exercises and get to explore who you are, what you really want, and how to get where you want to go. If there is anything that you want more, better, or different for yourself in your life, then go to psibasicseminar.com and get registered for the next PSI Basic. We hold classes in cities across the USA and Canada, as well as online. So find a location and date that works for you. Again, that's psibasicseminar.com. So with that, next up for questions, we have from SB, when is it okay to give up on a career that no longer makes me happy? That is 100% up to you. You got to look at, okay, because sometimes uh, I think that actually is Bob Proctor said one time at the 
at Principia, these classes that we do for leadership graduates after everyone has taken the basics, I-7 and LS, the leadership seminars. And he said, you know, sometimes we have careers that have nothing to do with uh, that fill us. They, they give us the financial uh, wherewith, so to speak, to be able to go after our dreams and be able to make a uh, bigger difference. So I think it is, is it the career or is it you? Where is it feeding you? If it's not feeding you, examine where are you really choosing from? Because you don't want to choose from a place that again is based on circumstances. I hope that answered your question. Next up from RN, how do you cope through painful experiences? Well, first of all, I think that it's important that you let yourself feel those painful, painful experiences because to deny that we have pain is a lie to ourselves. It's just that you've got to be willing to uh, not drag it all, drag it all down. Like let yourself feel it so that you actually go through the eye, eye of the needle, so to speak. And, uh, you know, it's like this too shall pass. And what is the lesson here for me? Like this pain is definitely, you know, that old saying, no pain, no gain. So there's something here that quite possibly is making me a stronger human being, a bigger human being, quite possibly even a much more uh, compassionate human being, like makes us our hold more so that we can connect at a very different level with people. Next up from DZ, are our desires for something ever wrong or deceptive? Or is it always true that where there's a will, there's a way? It's not always an interesting line. Where there's a will, there's a way. And I think that that's true. I do. I do think that that's true. And you have to always look and go, hmm, did I just set myself up for failure? Did I, am I sabotaging myself on this one? And, you know, like, uh, go for, what's that saying? Go for the moon. So you hit the stars. I think that's it, right? Like, sometimes you might. Sometimes you might go like, wow, maybe this is not the direction I need to go. So again, you got to go back and do self-inventory. Is this really what I want? Like, what's driving me going after this? Is it my ego mind or is it what I'm really committed to? Because there's a very big distinction, very big distinction. Next from KR, what can I do differently tomorrow to apply what you talked about in this discussion? Uh, first of all, notice uh, when you wake up, even in the morning, like, what are you thinking about? Like, are you waking up seeing the possibility? Or even if you late were in your bed and before you got out of your bed, like you went, okay, screen in the mind, picture in your mind, what kind of a day you're creating to, you're committed to creating. Like what's your beingness? What's gonna be your contribution to the people around you as the simplest thing, whether that's someone in your household, whether that's on a phone call, like where could you reach out and make a difference? That's how you could absolutely 100% put into practice. Next from AS, to embrace future opportunities may involve giving up on current plans. How do you reconcile these options? 
For example, a good relationship could be a cost. Not sure I understand that. Uh, I think this is about attachment. So uh, if I take this new opportunity, I may lose a relationship. How do you reconcile when okay. Okay. Uh, what you want goes against what you I have or what you're afraid of? Because I'm a firm believer, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Like if you are taking an opportunity that is so great and that relationship is so great, you will find a way to make that work for your future. Next up from ML, how does a person rebound when life's negative circumstances hit a person back to back in a very short period of time? Oh, great question. Great question. To first of all, I would actually sit back and go and start asking yourself what you do have, what you are uh, grateful for. Like to really go, okay, I got, I just got hit slammed, so to speak, but let me sit back and go, what am I grateful for? Like I so often, you know, we compare ourselves to other people and, or how did this happen to me? But if you really look and go, wow, what do I have? I have my health. I have my husband. I have my kids. I have my family and it might, you know, things might be messed up, but what am I grateful for? And again, Sometimes uh, maybe you ought to let someone give to you. You know, maybe you might want to reach out and go, um, here's what I need today. I just need, I just need something. I just need somebody to tell me that, you know, they appreciate me. Like, tell me something great about me and start looking in the mirror and telling yourself what's great about you. Next up from MB, when someone you love, a family member, for example, is going through difficult circumstances, especially health-related, how can you balance caring for and being there for them with living your own best life? It's a tough one. You know, it really is. And you, um, you don't want to have any regrets on that one. And if you look at and you're serving from love, it's not taking up all your time because you've got to give to yourself too. But if you're serving from love, it'll... It, you won't feel that lot. You won't feel the, like it's something's taken from you. If you're really operating from giving and caring. And I can just say that from my own personal experience, when my um, sister was uh, sick with cancer for five years and going to going there every single month um, because I, I wanted to give to her and her family. And it was the, like the greatest thing in the world because there were no regrets. Next from Elsie, how do I get excited about life? <laughs> that is so funny. Are you serious? You got to let yourself get excited. You know, like what, like look around and go, what do you love? What do you love? Like, and just notice where you're letting your mindset go. Nobody's going to create the excitement be besides you. Like that excitement comes from inside of you. So you got to look out and go, oh my gosh. How am I looking at the world? So you're expecting somebody to get you excited? Impossible. That'll last momentarily. So you've got to go, okay, let me start with what am I grateful for? What's great about my life? And what am I going to make happen today? And start doing little things. So like every little thing that you say you're going to do, do it. And at the end of the day, 
Don't sit there and go, oh my gosh, I should have done this. I should have done this. Should have done this. Just start with one win. What was one win that you had that day? And then the next day, what's two wins that you had? Okay, what's three wins that you have? Like you allow yourself to really um, acknowledge all the small things that you do and which will lead you to the big things because it's those small things that prepare us for the big things that are coming into our life. So what can I do today that will further my life, that will further the contrib- a, a contribution to the people around me? You know, the people that are in the Senate, the, the per, you know, whoever's in the White House, whoever is over there, whoever is the, over there, I'm going to trust that they're there for a reason. They got elected to be there. And so everything that I'm doing is going to affect the whole. So sometimes I'm going to suggest that looking at all that takes us away from what it is we have to contribute. So just there, this is what you do have that you have in control of you. And what you do today is definitely going to affect your mindset and how you're looking at it, the world. Where can you make a difference? Like right now. So I am going to give you some takeaways here, people. Is that, again, I want to leave you with you examining, are you in a growth mindset? Are you in a fixed mindset? If you notice that you're in a fixed mindset, start telling yourself the truth about, okay, where have I become attached to doing it my way? Where have I got got so dug in and uh, like, it's not possible. Like what's my defense mechanism and et cetera, et cetera. And maybe it has something to do with you don't want to be wrong. So you hang on to certain things. Well, let's just say maybe you can't be wrong. Like maybe what you decide to do, okay, that didn't work, but that does not mean that you're wrong. And I want you to practice for yourself and starting with yourself and start noticing how using this technique with the people in your life. And that is the three ways to listen. And you learn this in the basic seminar. So we agree, we disagree, and we be with. Do we agree, disagree all the time? Yes, we do. But how often are you letting those two ways stop from anything new getting into your mind. So when you start to notice you're disagreeing strongly, you got to stop and go, wow, what's that reaction? Same thing with agreeing, agreeing, agreeing. Okay, am I learning anything here? So I'm going to suggest that those two ways of listening, nothing new can get in. So you've got to start to practice being with and just be with it. And I'm going to give you one last thing is, you know, in times of change, the learners will inherit the earth as the learned will find themselves pleasantly equipped with a world that no longer exists. What can you get yourself into right this moment to being the learner? Like versus thinking, you know, it all like start listening about, wow, I haven't heard it like that. Oh, that's a different way to look at it. That is going to start to open you up to what else is there that's going to start opening you up to the possibilities possibilities that are really there 
And the one final thing is, how do you really want to be remembered, people? Like if today, you know, today was your last day, what was the footprint you left on this day? So with that, thank you very much, Kat. And keep listening, keep moving on. And you know what? Take an action tomorrow that is uncomfortable for you. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So thank you so much, Kathy, for your teaching and sharing your experience and wisdom with us. You're very welcome. And thank you to everyone listening in. We hope that you enjoyed the training and have some new tools to move you forward in the pursuit of your dreams and goals. If you are getting value from our podcast, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and share it with anyone you think would benefit. Again, for those of you who are new to PSI seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI basic course, you can go to psibasicseminar.com where you'll find information about the class as well as the upcoming dates and locations that are open for registration. Thank you everyone for being on the training. We appreciate you taking the time out to listen in. Go out and live your best life.